It's time for episode 269 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, November 28th, 2018. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where it's Brian Hamill time. I am one of your hosts, <laughs> Micah Sargent, and I am joined by my very special substitute co-host, Brian Hamilton. Hello, Brian. Now, just because Dan's out doesn't mean we're not sticking to the syllabus, Micah. <laughs> Darn it. I'm very glad to be here on this very nice episode. Well, we are glad to have you. And of course, we're excited to introduce our special guests. To my left is the managing editor of iMore and one of the voices on the iMore Show podcast. It is the one and only Lori Gill. Hello, Lori. Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. Happy to have you back. Happy to have you here. And to my left is the creator of Vector in all of its many forms, <laughs> Renee Ritchie. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Oh, we're happy to have you here. Happy to have everybody here. And it looks like it's time to get the show going. You know how this goes for people, for topics. So I'm going to kick things off with my question. I'm just curious. Uh, we had Black Friday and Cyber Monday did you partake in any of those fun Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or maybe even Giving Tuesday deals and opportunities? Lori, we'll start with you. Yeah. So what I did this year is I put everything that I want to buy for people for Christmas and a couple of things that I wanted to buy for myself into a cart. So I on Amazon, I actually just put it in the cart ready to buy. And then I waited all weekend long to find out if any of it was going to go on sale. Turned out none of the things I wanted to buy went on sale. So I didn't actually buy anything for Black Friday or Cyber Monday because I made sure that I was only going to partake in that sale if it was actually something I would buy. Now, that being said, I did look all day long at all different Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales to see if there was something that was like, that could be a good gift or that's something I do need that I didn't realize I need. But I never found anything that really kind of like compelled me to buy. And normally I do this thing where, wow, that's 50% off. I'm buying it. And then I later kind of regret it because it turned out it was something that I didn't need. And even at 50% off, it wasn't really worth a purchase. So I did good this year. Uh you know what's even more fun than uh, all the fun, ridiculous doorbusters at Best Buy? <laughs> Storage! I bought so much discounted hard drive space. Uh, I got like a six terabyte hard drive for $100 or something ridiculous like that. And I got a giant micro SD card, which is a fun oxymoron, uh, for my Switch. Like 256 gigabytes of storage for my Switch. Uh, I bought both of those while just kind of scrolling my phone on Thanksgiving while helping my family with the turkey and the stuffing and the uh, other tasty food and that's all i bought uh after the uh after dinner on thanksgiving i got word from a friend of the show aline sims that diablo 3 was discounted from 60 dollars to 17 dollars or something ridiculous like that so i went out to walmart after all my family left from thanksgiving and it was apparently an error 
that Walmart honored for about an hour before they pulled it. So I went out into the, uh, I, I braved the storm for <laughs> nothing. However, I'm very excited to play Diablo sometime, but no, nothing too fun for, uh, for any Black Friday things. I just got some responsible purchases of hard drives. I, I didn't do exactly what Lori did, but I had some things that I knew I wanted in mind. And then, yes, I had the little thrifter stream going left and right, tempting me to buy every imaginable thing, things I didn't even know existed. I suddenly knew I wanted. Um, but I, I did manage to abstain from most of them just because it's so busy for us that time of year that I, I didn't have the bandwidth to, to, to buy it all, but I did buy a slider for my tripod because I've been eyeing those for a while. I ended up going with the Rhino one that you can control from an app. I was sorely, sorely tempted. I'm blanking on the supplier name now, but there's a company that had a massive sale and they basically have robot camera stuff. They have a robotic dolly, a robotic head, and a robotic slider. And they will all work together to like track things and be your robot camera person. And I just, I want a robot camera person so badly but it was thousands of thousands of dollars, and I just like I used it a couple of times. Hello, Renee. It is me, your robot. And then it would get sentient yeah. and kill you. Yeah, exactly. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I could. I didn't pull the trigger, but I really wanted to. Uh, I, I understand, Lori. I have to say that is an incredible tip. I did not partake in any Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals uh, either. My family didn't either, which, well, no, I shouldn't say that. My sister always, 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 always does. And uh, she went to some local stores to do so uh, while I was in town. But uh, other than other than her, she's like a Black Friday, you know, she, she does it every year. Uh, I didn't do any of those. But I did uh, get a chance on Tuesday. Uh, Facebook and PayPal, I think, were the two were matching donations. Um, and so I, I threw some money to the ASPCA because I love my, my animals. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of a nice, nice deal that was available. Uh, thank you all for your answers on that. Fingers crossed for a robotic camera person for Renee in the future. But <laughs> let's go ahead to our next topic, which comes from Lori Gill. So just this morning, Apple Pay has been extended to Belgium and Kazakhstan, which got me thinking, I... How often do you do you use Apple Pay when you go into a store do you, and you see the sign and then you say Apple Pay accepted here? Do you use it? How often do you use it? Um, does it work well every time? Give me some some information on your experience with Apple Pay in stores. I love being on Clockwise because I can talk about things I can't talk about on any other podcast. <laughs> I use Apple Pay so freaking much i'm the embarrassing <laughs> one in the group that always like takes out my phone like oh boop boop there's apple pay uh with the uh i i finally got a uh 10 model phone i have the 10s max and face id has been mwah, chef's kiss choice for <laughs> doing any sort of apple pay stuff um i don't like the double tap on the side but that's neither here nor there uh, i used to have to use my apple watch before i got an apple pay compatible phone a few years ago and that was fine but even now it's so much more convenient for me because i almost always have my phone in my hand and anyway while I'm shopping because I'm a filthy millennial so I wind up uh, <laughs> so it's more inconvenient for me to roll up my sleeve and use my hand uh, to like reach over to the thing it that winds up being weirder but I've never had any issues I always invariably am the person's first Apple Pay customer I actually have a report with my local like liquor store because I'm the only person <laughs> there that uses Apple Pay and he goes oh Apple Pay how's it going yeah yeah good to see you again so I'm an Apple Pay fanatic 
I I use Apple Pay everywhere. I almost never use the phone because the watch is just it's just it's so right there. Hmm, and interesting. Canada is steeped in mo- like we've had pin and chip for a decade and we've had tap to pay since before Apple Pay. I remember picking up uh, mutual friends of ours to go to conferences in Montreal and just tapping my wallet to pay for gas. And I go, what, what kind of Canadian magic is that? <laughs> uh, and now it's just better because I always used to worry about dropping my card and the next person getting their gas and their burger on me. Uh, and now I don't have to worry about that because if it ever leaves, you know, if it's the phone, they can't use it without face ID or touch ID. If it's the watch, if it comes off my wrist, it shuts off. And in the very beginning, in the very, very beginning of Apple Pay, I go because you go through drive throughs go to department stores, go anywhere, and I would tap pay and they go, oh, what is that? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then like surely but surely I get there and they'd hold up their Apple watches or their iPhones and go, ha ha, I'm one of the club now. <laughs> and nobody even bats an eye. It's just they expect you to pay that way. And it's 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 everything. When I go to other places, like outside New York City or California, then I'm in for a bit of a shock because they look at me like I'm some sort of weird alien creature. <laughs> I, uh, so I didn't used to much care for Apple Pay. One, because I live in the Midwest and I don't live in Chicago. So no, in my portion of the Midwest, it is not as fast, but there are several stores here that do support Apple Pay. And at the time, there weren't that many, so I wasn't into it. And then occasionally, I would run into some issue where, you know, the store's beeper would not work at blah, 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 blah. But as time has elapsed, Apple Pay in these stores and with their terminals has gotten excellent. It's perfect. And it's worked enough to where I don't have that anxiety of it not working every time. In fact, I've run into more issues just using the my, my chip card, sticking it in the bottom of with it when it beeps and makes all those noises and does all those horrible things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to use my phone. But like you, Renee, I love using my Apple Watch because sometimes, you know, face ID is fantastic, but occasionally there could be something going on where maybe I'm pulling a face, maybe I'm in an awkward position, (laughs) what have you. But with my watch, because at the beginning of the day, it authorized and it knows that it's me because I haven't taken it off. I just double tap that button, put it to the screen, and there's no sort of odd, awkward shuffle or anything. It works instantly. If it just, it's, it's fantastic when it works. And plus, a lot of times I'll use it at, um, Walgreens and Walgreens. I've got my, um, rewards card also in my Apple wallet. And so it can do both. It'll go ahead and ring up my rewards number and pay for the item all at the same time. That is so nice. And actually, uh, Micah, you and I have similar experiences, except for I still haven't come around. So. When Apple Pay first came out and I first tried it, in in the area where I live, there's still not very many locations that provide it. And it did finally show up at my local co-op and I was really excited about it. And I went to go use it and I was made fun of by the clerk for using it. You know, that sort of like, oh, technology. Yeah, you blah. people. And uh, yeah, and I was I was so embarrassed by that that I never used it again at that at that particular store. And then the the one or two other times that I've tried it, and this was back in the early days, they didn't it didn't seem to work right, or it lagged and did something funny. And I I had so many experiences where it just wasn't flowing perfectly that I have been shamed and am f- <laughs> afraid to ke- to try again, even though I know it's better. And your everyone's stories right now of of it working so great for them is kind of encouraging me to 
give it another try and overcome my fear of people making fun of me or rolling their eyes at me for using Apple Pay because it sounds so much more common than it used to be when I was first trying it out. Most definitely. And in fact, I even had like two rounds of that where I <laughs> tried it. It definitely didn't work. And then I tried it again and sort of got the rolling eyes. And so I stopped using it. But now that I've done it, I'm sticking with it and it works really well. Uh, I'm also excited to say that we have reached halftime, folks, which means it's time to tell you about our pals at Casper. Casper are the company that is focused on sleep, and they're dedicated to making you exceptionally comfortable one night at a time. This is quite the statistic. You spend a third of your life sleeping. If you spent a third of your life doing anything, like, I don't know, sitting on a sofa, you'd want to make sure it's the best it can possibly be. You want to get the best sofa. Well, if you're going to spend a third of your life sleeping, you want to get a Casper. Casper mattresses are perfectly designed for humans with engineering to soothe and support your natural geometry. But you don't have to worry about math. It just works because it's got all the right support and all the right places. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. They deliver directly to your door, and if for some reason you don't want it, go ahead and send it back because Casper has a hassle-free return policy. I've talked before about how much I love Casper. I'm not going to go down the list, but I've got a bunch of Casper stuff, including two pairs of Casper socks because I'm a Casper stan. Love it. Now, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash clockwise and using the code clockwise at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. Once again, that's casper.com slash clockwise with the offer code clockwise. Thanks so much to Casper for their support of this show and Relay FM. Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic, which comes from Brian. I found an excellent article the other day via Lisa Schmeiser, friend of the show, about the implications of giving an Echo as a gift and the Amazon uh, ecosystem surrounding it and all of the little tendrils that Amazon can get into your uh, your life with more Echoes. So that made me curious about when you're giving a tech gift, how much do you consider the implications of its recurring cost or the surrounding ecosystem or the person's life uh, that, you, that you've given it to, how it'll uh, s- slot in? Do you ever think about those kinds of implications when you give a tech gift? The ecosystem thing, not as much, because I think Amazon really does provide a high level of convenience. I know it's bad for mom and pop shops and for there's all sorts of arguments about how Amazon treats labor and all these things. What I've become to worry about more and more, though, is the sheer privacy implications, because I think you look at them and Echo Dot was their best-selling device. And that is literally giving them a microphone into your house. And we've seen Facebook, of all companies, launch the portal where it's going to follow you around <laughs> with a camera <laughs> and with a microphone. And there's a huge scandal, scandal maybe the wrong word, but the government is looking into toy companies and into companies like Amazon in Canada now because they're being given to kids and sold to kids. And is it really appropriate for kids to have, I mean, I would love to have a robot with artificial intelligence. And like I said, a robotic camera person and eyes and microphones, because that's what it would need to be a fantastic robot, like my C-3PO, my R2-D2. But I just can't trust the companies behind them anymore. They've shown us time and time again that you absolutely cannot trust them. It's like scandal to scandal. And that's the part that really worries me is that it's not just an ecosystem you're buying them into, but it's the whole surveillance capitalism mindset. And I I just don't want to help normalize that. And that's sort of the sticking point that I've gotten to. Well, um, I, I love this question because this... 
It's so interesting. Um, not too terribly. I think it was, well, I guess it was a while ago. I think it was for Mother's Day, but I got my mom an Amazon Echo. Um, and I helped her with the initial setup process. I think I even included like on the gift receipt, uh, give me a call if you need any help getting this set up. And we did the, you know, the, the, kickoff of, of getting everything going and getting everything figured out. But uh, not too long after, my siblings are a lot like me in that when they shower, they like to listen to music um, or some other form of audio. And so they started sort of <laughs> snagging my mom's Amazon Echo and taking it into the bathroom so they could listen to music on it. And I've noticed that, you know, when I visited, it mostly hangs out in the bathroom now and doesn't get much use otherwise. And that in and of itself is like a fascinating statistic or, or data point, I guess I should say. Um, and how many folks, you know, are getting the full scope of what they're using and, and uh, being able to enjoy all of it and, you know, what you can add, what you can subtract. And I think that it is sort of on us, especially those of us who are in tech and write about tech or podcast, whatever about tech, um, to think about these things and, and be responsible and also sort of be available to help out when needed. I do think of the entire ecosystem when I think of getting a tech gift or something, someone, but I don't get them the initial tech gift that opens the ecosystem. I think of the products they already have, and I expand on that ecosystem. So for example, um, a friend that has an iPhone, I would definitely is buy them HomeKit-related products. And what I think was so great about um, the Echo uh, privacy issues notwithstanding, um, almost everyone I know now owns an Echo. So what I do is I buy them all the smart products that connect to a so they have the one hub, if you will, to connect them to home kit their or their home smart home stuff. And now I get to go get all the cute little things that they can add and use a to pay for it. So I think that if if the if the friend or the family member has the initial um, smart assistant as a hub to begin with, buying them into the ecosystem is actually a lot of fun for me. Excellent answers all. Thank you so much. Um, I, I think the echo is the number one thing here. And uh, Micah's series of mixed metaphors, I guess, really resonated <laughs> with me because, you know, I, I think about it like, congratulations, here's a puppy. Now you have to take care of a puppy. Uh, or in the context of like a game console, um, congratulations, here's a fun Nintendo Switch. Now you're in for hundreds and hundreds of dollars of games, even after you've been given the $300 thing as a gift. Uh, yeah, this is such a fascinating thing because everything is so interconnected in so many different ways now that you really do need to start considering people's skill level and people's you know lives and environments when you're giving them these kinds of gifts like a like an echo or a, a, you know an electronic puppy or something like that so thank you so much for your answers so my question is i was just thinking we're getting into december and we like to think that all the products that have ever been announced are going to be announced or done and we can just enjoy the holidays but every once in a while there is a surprise product that comes out in the last month of the year so my question is if you were in charge of the universe if you ran the giant consumer products companies is there one dream product that you've been waiting for that you still haven't gotten and you would just love for them to surprise announce uh, right before the holidays yeah, and I'm afraid that I'm probably taking someone else's answer. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> but 
I was just uh, at Thanksgiving time talking. Uh, someone was asking me about my phone and they thought it was the iPhone 10. I said, uh, this is the iPhone 10s Max and explaining how it was bigger, blah, 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 blah. And I ended up talking to them about how we sort of are at a place right now where tech is just kind of stagnant. And it, well, I shouldn't say that, where phones and like the shape of phones have gotten to a place where you got a slab of glass, you got some speakers and a camera and you're good to go. And they, there's not so much more that we can do with them. And so that huge preamble is to say that I would love, because I was talking about this to see the glasses that Apple has allegedly been working on and continues to work on to see the true, what I feel is going to be the true future of interaction and and uh, personal devices where we don't need to have a slab of glass with a battery in it anymore, where we just have these things projected in front of our face and maybe our Apple Watch serves as the gestural device on our wrist that monitors the movement and allows us to control said uh, interface on our glasses. And, you know, the microphone and all of that stuff is, is there. I... What I was explaining how I feel AR is the future. I sounded like Tim Cook, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and that's what I would love to see. And I know it's not coming, but man, that'd be so cool. Lori, what about you? So I want <clears throat> Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch to suddenly appear right <laughs> now. Yes! yes! <laughs> uh, I, it's announced that it's coming in 2019, and they didn't give any information like early or late. So my guess is late and maybe not even until 2020 because there's probably a lot of work to do with it. But um Switch did Nintendo did a really great job turning Pokemon into a hybrid sort of game on Nintendo Switch with Pokemon Let's Go which is um you can connect your Pokemon Go to it. There's lots of wonderful things about it. But I I expect them to do something similar with um, Animal Crossing from Nintendo Switch when it comes out. They do also currently have Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. So my hope is that when the game comes out, it's going to have this great interconnectivity. And I'm so excited for it that I want it now in front of me playing on Christmas morning instead of having to wait a whole year and maybe even a little bit more. All right, everyone say it together with me. I'm sorry for stealing your pick, Renee. AirPods. (laughs) Uh, I have a, a first generation set of AirPods. That I got on day one in, I guess, 2016. And they are my favorite headphones I've ever owned. Uh, I know they're not audiophile quality. I know they're, you know, they're better headphones in a few other ways, but they're so convenient. They work so well with all the iPhones and everything. And they are so, so due for an upgrade. And the reason why this is the bee in my holiday bonnet is because I have my right AirPod. I, I I guess I used it more than the other one, just having one AirPod in, and it is almost dead. You can barely hear anything from it. I've cleaned it. I've done all the things. You cannot hear anything from it. The left one is fine, but the right one is what's annoying. So I have written on a little letter to Santa and sent it off to the North Pole. <laughs> a single right replacement AirPod for Christmas. And I would really, really love to revise that, like flag down the carrier pigeon or whatever, sending it to the North Pole and say, ah, 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 well, wait, wait, can you get me the second generation AirPods instead? So I'm really hoping that th- there was a rumor or something a few weeks ago that there was going to be new AirPods by the end of the year. And I don't buy it. Like there, there's a reason this is a clockwise question, Renee, is because this is like a <laughs> fun, silly thing. We all want Animal Crossing. We all want some fun new uh, AirPod stuff. But th- this is just not going 
going to happen. But if there was a rumor, I, I have no idea. Maybe it's possible. But that is my super secret, not so secret anymore, super big uh, holiday wish is new AirPods, just so I don't have to replace one AirPod. <laughs> They're waiting on air power, so bum bum bum. bum. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna zig where I think everyone thought I would zag here, and not go with anything made by Apple at all. Well, I guess tangentially, but what I would love, <laughs> what I would really love, is just to wake up and see that Lego has announced a new Arkham Asylum set with AR kit built into it, <gasps> so that I could spend the holidays building Arkham Asylum populating it and then pick up an ipad and with my god kids just bring that thing to life and watch all the hijinks ensue because i've had a chance to play a couple of the different ar kit versions of lego and they are as much fun as building it it is so much fun to like drop the joker in there he sets things on fire batman shows up tries to get a helicopter (laughs) puts it out and you can do this with multiple people now and if i could spend my holidays doing anything it would be playing the stuffing out of ar kit enabled arkham asylum by lego so gods of the blocks please make it happen (laughs) (laughs) wow excellent answers excellent episode everyone we have reached the end of the show but before we go we have time for a bonus episode or bonus question but before we get to the bonus question of course i want to tell you all about cane 11 the company who makes ridiculously comfortable socks in precisely your size so here's the deal the socks you're wearing now are probably a one-size-fits-all option but guess what you probably have looked around and noticed that we don't all have the same size feet. Well, the folks at Kane 11 thought that since we wear socks every day, they deserve some innovation. Kane 11's men's merino wool socks offer a precise fit with the option to choose from 11 different shoe sizes from US size 7 all the way through to size 17. Now, these socks are made in the USA. They are high quality and hold up through wash after wash. And thanks to the fact that they're made with that merino wool, they keep your feet warm in the winter, but also cool in the summer. Now, uh, Kane 11 was nice enough to send me a couple pairs of these socks. And not only are they fun, I like fun socks with funky designs on them. And these ones are fun that way. But when I put them on, I didn't have to worry about like, I I was kind of like, oh yeah, these are precisely made for my foot size. Let's see what that means. But when I put them on and pulled them up, the heel went right where it was supposed to go. The toes were right where they were supposed to be. Everything was just right where it needed to be. And I could tug more or tug less and everything just kind of fit where it was supposed to. There was no adjustment that needed to take place. That was awesome. Plus they're super soft. I've washed them a couple times and they keep that nice feel. Now, all purchases come with the Kane 11 promise. If for any reason you don't love your socks, you send them back for an exchange or return with no questions asked. And Kane 11 socks make the perfect gift for the person who has everything because they definitely don't have these socks. To get your own Kane 11 socks in precisely your size, head to Kane11.com slash clockwise. You can enter the promo code clockwise to get 20% off your order. Once again, that's Kane11.com slash clockwise with the promo code clockwise for 20% off your first order. Our thanks to Kane 11 for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. The bonus question this week is a shameless plug. What's something you're working on or have worked on that you'd like to share with listeners? Lori, we'll start with you. Uh, my rock band, uh, Blizzard of Al, <laughs> is recording our first full-length LP right now. It should be wow. uh, locally. 
in our backyard. I'm not going to say in stores. <laughs> um, maybe by the middle of this year, if we're lucky. Excellent. Brian? Shameless plugs. Well, my iPhone charger once committed mail fraud. Oh, And no. the plug to my coffee grinder used to torrent Jeopardy. Uh, no, I'm going to plug my uh, my very special breakfast journalism podcast, Most Important Meal, that I do with my uh, my girlfriend, Truge. And it's a show that makes me feel lots of warm fuzzies inside, and I really hope it brings some warm fuzzies to any listeners of the show. So uh, check it out, most-important-meal.com. Uh, Micah's been a guest on several episodes. He's been amazing. And uh, you've even plugged the show on Clockwise before, which is one of the sweetest things you've ever done, Micah. So uh, thank you for that. I get so warm and fuzzy, I have to take off my sweater when I listen to that show. I love it so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> Renee? Got a shameless plug for us? Yeah, I, I've been trying to do the YouTube thing this year, <laughs> and I feel like I'm starting not to fall down every every time I turn on the camera. So if you have the time, check it out. It's youtube.com slash vector show. And I talk about the kind of stuff that nerds like us talk about when we have a YouTube show. Beautiful. Uh, I will talk about the other one of the other shows that I do. It is called Somehow I Manage. It's over on the Incomparable. If you're a fan of The Office, the US version, uh, then go check it out because Tiffany Arment and me uh, watch an episode of The Office and talk about it every week. We're going through all nine seasons. So be sure to check it out if you are an Office fan. Uh, I want to Thank everybody for coming on. Lori Gill, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you for having me. And Renee Ritchie, thank you so much for being on. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Wow, Brian, we've reached the end of another episode. That's mind-boggling to me. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me in to replace uh, Georgia for one episode of the I'more Show. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> thank you for bringing me to replace Dan on Clockwork. Which tech podcast is this? I don't even know, uh, but it, we are out of time, and so... I guess it's time to say goodbye until next week. But until then, we'll remind everyone, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody.